Hello and welcome to Totally Tell Me, a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. My name's Dominic McCurio, and I'm here with Laura Weinbach. Hello. Hello. Nice to see you. Nice to beseech you today. Nice to beseech you as well. And our guest today is Spencer Owen. I'm swallowing a red vine as your food talk for the day. He, he is, yeah. We, we got to fulfill our food quota somehow. That's right. So I'm glad you did, because oftentimes it's it's the lowest on the list, it's, I feel like. It's maybe, the, uh, it's almost not on the list it's sometimes. Like if we had a Venn diagram of our music, what was it, what, what do I say in the beginning? Fuck, I can't, music, music movies, food, and fun. Yeah, That's right. what I say. Mm-hmm. Now, fun, large chunk of the pie. It might be a circle encompassing all <laughs> yeah, yeah. the other circles. <laughs> right, that may yeah. be a circle of life. Right, right. <laughs> movies, also high up there. Mm-hmm. Music, getting kind of low on the list, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just that we we do like it, but do yeah. we talk about that much? I would say no. It's hard to. <laughs> and then and then food <laughs> might even be... Actually, I think music is even below food, though, because we do pop could, into some food. Could be. Anyways, if you don't know Spencer Owen, he's been on the show several times before, and he's back, and I couldn't believe myself that he had not been on the show in nearly a year, but it's so nice to have you back. Thank you. Last episode, I believe, was uh, Climax, which was, that was a party and a half, I would That say. was, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe party, maybe like party and a half is like, <laughs> is like, what if the party <laughs> started reversing? Right. And then... <laughs> So then the half, half the half at the end was like halfway in like, like backwards in into itself. the party. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. It's like a party and a half, but 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 really it was only half a party. In it's the like end. a it's like a reverse prolapse. Yeah. Look, I, I loved it myself to be honest. I, mean, I, I was a, having a ball. I had a fantastic time. Right. I'm just referring to the uh, absolute chaos intensity of <laughs> oh, the movie that we watched. Yeah. I think uh, called a climax by Gaspar Noé. It was absolutely I think bonkers. it definitely equates to a reverse prolapse in that a prolapse <laughs> is kind of like a party. Well, but a reverse. It's the result one. of a party. I'll say that much. Oh, is it? I mean, I'm just saying, if you have a real party, you're gonna have some prolapsed issues. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Dominic, coming, coming out, coming strong here. Oh, like coming saying, on strong here. Those, <laughs> those of all ages agree. A real party involves prolapse issues. <laughs> but in a way, it does kind of like visually represent one to a degree. It's kind of like a party popper. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of like it's like it got popped. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of like a confetti. Bomb. This is a very good conversation um, to have while someone is just casually eating a red vine. <laughs> it just seems <laughs> right. Yeah. We were talking about like what we might be saving for the cast, and it's funny that this is the first thing that we're leading with, <laughs> as if this was the thing that yeah was we just were like nearly we got, popping out the whole time. We got us. We got it. We were just like saving it all up, and this is what we were saving. <laughs> it's like, Sorry, guys. I mean, soldiers, <laughs> follow my lead. Prolapse. Party Bye. or play. <laughs> all right. Look. So Spencer Owen, uh, he's a musician here in the Bay Area. Uh, it's true. Great to have you back. Thank you. You recently had, um, I believe, what you're calling your final show, correct? Or? My band had its final oh, show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, my band is called Spencer Own Timeshare. Right. Um, it's still a concern <laughs> in that there's an album we made last year called Presentation that's still av- available. <laughs> and also, we are going to make an EP. Uh, we're working on an EP that will be released later this year. Oh, cool. At an undetermined date. So you're so still active. All of my social media will reveal it as well as, you know, the Spencer and Timeshare mm. entries on your various streaming apps. But um, when when that happens, but yeah, you know, we're, we're doing things, but the the show era is at an end yeah. and uh, mm. 
you know the 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 reasons why were are were were doled out to Laura on the way here and do not need to be doled out in the, yeah, in the I mean, well. I mean, I wouldn't. Mi- I mean, in the only cast. If you, unless you don't want to talk about it on it's, air. It's but. it's it's a it's not by any means a uh, you know bad feelings situation. It's mm-hmm. a good feelings situation, but it's one yeah. where you know there was uh, uh, there's a, a version of of uh, life happening mm-hmm. to different people in the band and. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just kind of realized, oh, what if all this creative energy I could, I'm spending on uh, taking songs I wrote 10 years ago plus and, and rearranging them with a band and bringing them to life mm-hmm. could be used to creating new things. Right. Like, for instance, I don't know, probably spending too much money on a hammer dulcimer at some point this year mm-hmm. <laughs> and just fucking around with it until <laughs> I make some minimalist music that I really... <laughs> Like, uh, I don't know, like, you know, who knows, like it might be a solo era. I have no, I have no clue, but yeah, I'm proud of the work we did. Awesome. It was really fun. When did your guys' band start? 2012. Wow. So we, we had a run, uh, and, uh, not even 10 years. Yeah. Not even 10 years, but you know, uh, a a friend, a friend of, a friend of mine who took the photo (laughs) for the album cover of presentation, by Spencer and Timeshare, and who happens to also be married to the drummer of the band, um, she equated our run to the Beatles' run of uh, 1962 to 1970. We were around 2012 <laughs> to 2020. There you go. Uh, oh, and, two and, and she, your run is good. She said some very nice things about that, and obviously, listen, am I here <laughs> doing that? Really comparing the Beatles? <laughs> To my band, yes, one could. Sure, why not? Yeah, you but, are. <laughs> but but what? But I I mean, she said that, and I was like, I actually did think of that. <laughs> she, I actually did look at the dates, and I kind of was like, this checks. You're out, like, it's time, to, it's time to call it quits. If the if the Beatles called it quits after eight years, time yeah. to call it quits. Yeah, this checks out. And uh, I should also mention that just uh, apropos of nothing. Wait, um, wait, hold up, hold up, ha ha ha. Ho ho. Wait, ho. you're telling me? Wait, the Beatles' full run was only eight years? Yep. Live show run. Oh, live show. No, the Beatles' whole run was eight years. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I Wait, thought they stopped really? playing I live shows I thought they spanned across like, mo- like multiple They bands. were doing stuff before 1962 together. Definitely. But, Come on. Like, I want to hold your hand. the first Beatles album came out in 1962. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. Wait, we're and talking the, the like And I Love Her, Anna, all those kind mm-hmm. of stuff? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I they thought were, that was 50s. I, I knew they were pretty... Pro- no, no, not 50s. I guess no. I'm totally wrong. I always thought that was like late 50s era. I will say I did thought that they went into early 70s, but I guess I'm wrong. As no, did I. No, they, they, they. I, I'm probably I wrong. Thought, like, I don't, the white I'm not that familiar with. They, they signed a. Uh, sorry, Paul came out in public and announced the Beatles breakup on April 10th, 1970, and also wow. my birthday is April 10th. Wow, oh, your okay. birthday's April 10th. Yes, also okay. my birthday's August 10th. That's beautiful. my birthday's February 7th. <laughs> <laughs> You're Here's not part date. of the club. No, you know those are beautiful days to be born. I have a God ten thing in both. my family. <laughs> <laughs> like, while we're on the topic of you, let me talk about me. <laughs> no, because like in my family, there's a whole bunch of tens in a row. My dad's birthday is July 10th. Oh. I'm August 10th. Brent's September 10th. Oh, that's and wacky. And Anton is June 10th. Anton, oh, more like Anten. Yeah, Anten. <laughs> it's a crazy look. And then I'm April 10th. I'm there over you here go. Just you could be part of the family. Everyone's a ten except me. I'm a seven. You gotta go talk to the. That's what they say. Yo, I've been a seven my whole life. Go ask the twins, motherfucker. <laughs> I've never been referred to as a ten, but I guess it. You know everything, what? Everything has a start date. I accept a seven. And today is Dude, the start date. You know what? I look 10. at you and I think that's a ten. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Thank you so much. I'm like, damn, that's, that's, a, nice. that's a 10 plus. Thank you so much. That's a 10 plus years and counting right there. Um, <laughs> so, wow, the Beatles, eight So, years. yeah, they broke up yep. on that day. And then also, um, wow, I believe so they signed, fun. I believe John signed the paperwork to break up the Beatles at Disney Bro. World. Wow, these really? are like the voice, the voice papers. He was, he was, yeah. They were, <laughs> I was gonna say divorce, but for some reason I said the voice. They were the voice papers. The voice papers. <laughs> Signing the, the, the voice papers he, over there. He, he, he was, he, he was, he was at the Polynesian. He was at the Polynesian. <laughs> he was at the Polynesian. He was at the Polynesian. He was at the Polynesian. Doesn't matter. John Lennon popping down to the Polynesian. Signed the voice papers. <laughs> he was. He was. He was. He went there. He was there. I don't know why. Wait, really? At there. the Polynesian. He was at the Polynesian. At oh, the really? Disney World. Signed. He signed the papers. Wait, yeah. the Polynesian. Correct. Is that a is that a hotel? That's a that's a hotel. <laughs> wow. <It's> a Polynesian. <laughs> He, he, like, he, to be quite to, honest, I think I stayed there myself. <laughs> you, it's very possible. It's very I've been possible. in Disney World but once in my life. Yeah, oh, never have I ever. We well, go, we go, we go once a year. You do? Uh, yeah, and also I drove up from Anaheim with my wife this morning. You did we not. We were at Disneyland yesterday. You were not. <laughs> yes, we were. Wow. Yeah, I, I remember you. You did you a music the video. At, was yeah, it Disney World, World or Disney? Disney. World? Uh, yeah, shot. Oh yeah. So um, Sp- uh, Spencer and Timeshare's only music video to date. Hopefully not. Permanently um, ha- has been shot was shot by my wife in Disney World. Mm-hmm. Allison did a good job shooting it, and I put these the earbuds that I'm wearing, the very earbuds that I'm I, wearing right now. To be honest, that's why I thought of it. Are featured in the video, and they are being worn by me only in one ear <laughs> because I wanted to be very discreet. <laughs> you can see them, and um, I'm listening to the song on ha- double speed. So that we could slow down the 60 FPS mm. video to 30, mm. um, and get a nice little uh, you know languid effect going, um, and we definitely had some people watching movers us <laughs> on not other people mover because you get your own car, but yeah. in the monorail we were just like by the window because I wanted to get a good shot of like the exterior while I was also being featured mm. right. and. There was just like a number of families just like in the car with us. And I was just sitting there quickly mouthing the words to a song. Right. <laughs> like silently now, while you, my wife pointed a, a phone <laughs> at me. If you wanted to really amplify the discreetness. Yeah. Um, you could have fucked with an AirPod. You're fucking. You're with an supposed AirPod? to fuck with AirPods lately. But the thing is, my <laughs> phone is a um, one with a jack. That uh, I can, that I uh, well, no, you an can, ox you, jack. You can connect with Bluetooth though. I guess you could get. You can, I guess you could fuck with it. But yeah, you can fuck with any. Yeah. I mean, I'll, any I'm, models. I'm probably gonna end up fucking with it when I'm forced to fuck with it. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Well, I must say I recently I... started fucking with it. Is what is why you know I mean okay. like the first I myself time got, I, I fuck ha- with it now. I was gonna say the first time I had to fuck with an AirPod was <laughs> never. Oh, you've never had a you've never had a fuck with it. You never had a fuck. With I, it? I haven't had a fuck with it, but I would actually invite that experience. You would. I might. Well, see, here's the thing with fucking with an AirPod. Someone else's. If you're fucking with somebody else's AirPods, like it is an intimate kind of fuck because well, you're fucking with someone else's AirPods. It's you know an intimate I mean? kind of fuck with. Yeah, it's like if you're gonna fuck with it, you might want to get your own to fuck with. But you should can I fuck just with mine if you want? Then at that point, say so just say fuck it. Or I would say. I mean, you, you fuck either fuck it, it or you fuck with yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that. <laughs> It's interesting because you know you. I mean, you know about them little the little buds, yeah. I do know. I have definitely had a fuck with a bud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like like wireless. Like I, a, yeah, I, I fucks with a wireless. <laughs> but you know, we can move on. Look, it's interesting though. Um, you mentioned for the fans earlier. Yeah, only fans. Do you know about OnlyFans, by the way? 
Are you, do, you know, do you know about OnlyFans? Yeah, I've heard of it. Oh, I was okay. kind of alluding to it Wait. when I okay, said yeah. OnlyFans. Because I was wondering what you, I thought if you were, you were referring I to I was it. alluding to it. Right. Fox with it. OnlyFans <laughs> is sort of like a site that generally, you know, I would say is used for pornographic content. But I could be wrong. To be honest, I haven't actually gone on it That's myself. what it's famous for. Yeah, it's famous for its pornographic content. Mm-hmm. But basically, if you are a hot person, you could get your OnlyFans account. And then people got to pay to subscribe to you. And if they pay their little like monthly fee to you, then they get the content you know they get to see it all they get to bear witness to <laughs> anything that you post on your only page <laughs> laura's face right now is a, <laughs> i just like how this is being described as if it's so novel you know what i mean it's like it's like, like if they pay the fee they get to see <laughs> <laughs> to see it all it's like this crazy oh thing where God. like you Did have this exchange of money and commerce <laughs> and at the end of the day you get something it's almost for as your if this, it's almost as if the service is of a sexual nature right it's like you're sort of subscribing <laughs> anyways so the point is, is you, could, you could post on your only fans and you like you so it's Wait, like it's like it's like say say Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. You know, you take Timothy Chalamet for example. Uh-huh. Say Timothy Chalamet just goes on his social media. He's like, "Hey everybody, I got an OnlyFans." And then if you want to see it all of Timothy <laughs> Chalamet, you would get on his OnlyFans. Well, all right, but he's like a famous person. Why would somebody do all. that to a non-famous person? Well, no, but some people just want to see it all, even if you're not famous. <laughs> How would, like, what? Why? <laughs> there can't be too many famous people. I mean, you gotta be hot, not famous for pornography. So you have to be hot. You have to you be hot. You basically have to be hot. Okay. And you gotta be willing to yeah. bear it all. It's, oh, wait, it's, no, wait. So on their OnlyFans page, they bear all? They bear all. Like, well, it's or like, you could also be like a skimpy kind of person on it. I mean, you could, yeah. you could like bear almost all if you wait, wanted. Wait, so you have to bear something. Yeah. It's like definitely time to bear. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Otherwise, no one's gonna sign up. What really. do they bear? Fully. This sounds like. Cheeks. I mean, can I describe it? Yeah, can I describe it as a pornographic subscription service? I would absolutely describe it oh, as such. That's kind of what it is, right? Like, <laughs> okay, that's it. okay. I loved. It's I like loved Patreon, the, but for nudes. I feel, <laughs> well, I feel like the, con- <laughs> the confusion from Laura's side of the table really, really started. <laughs> Dominic <laughs> described this thing as if it was like an like alien. A new God, yeah. No, I thought it was like basically describing Facebook, but suddenly you have to pay or something. No, and I was like, a, what? This is Think about it like Spotify, where instead of getting access to music, you get access to it, nudes. You get it. Okay, got it. Now I get it. Or actually, Sorry, more specifically, that like, just wasn't clear. At more specifically, like Patreon, or maybe I wasn't paying attention. Where you're subscribing to like a band or whatever on Patreon. <laughs> I think you were on top of this, <laughs> Laura. I think you were on top of this. <laughs> Dominic's very, Dominic's very. Um, I was. I'm new here. <laughs> kind of approach of that description. <laughs> was really the source of the issue. <laughs> I'm excited to listen back to that, to be honest. Yeah, it was really I, good. I think I was describing it as if it was a, a brand new alien concept yeah. because it just seemed like it was brand new to you and I wanted to just make it seem like it was this new thing. Well, it was. I will say one quick thing about Totally Tell Me, though, before we get too deep into this episode, which we've already gone a little deep, but, yeah. uh, you know, it was mm. still merely at the tip. There's some depth. Um, 
look, you might be looking at your uh, episode right now and being like, wow, this is episode 99. Wow. Look at that. They're getting pretty close to 100. What if they're going to do anything? Guess what? We are. Yeah. And in fact, to be honest with you, we already did. <laughs> we already did. We already did. We already did it. <laughs> <laughs> No, we did record this one out of order. 100th episode is coming out in two weeks. I'm super excited about it. And I think we could announce at least a little bit of a tease. Already dead. <laughs> we, we, we already did one it. Thing we can announce, <laughs> one thing we can announce is that sadly I wasn't get, uh, there. I really did want you on no, the No, I know you yeah. guys asked me and I appreciate it. But I'm, I I mean, this is just as good, frankly. Yeah. I, mean, I just want to be here already talk. did. I just want to be here chatting with you guys. <laughs> I already did. You already did. <laughs> I already did. <laughs> But we do have some other sp- surprise guests on the episode. Um, and also, this is the first time that uh, we're doing a video episode. So, um, 100th episode exciting. will be out in two weeks, and it'll be out on our new YouTube page, which, as of right now, I, I haven't been able to make a customized link because we still need people to subscribe because we haven't even announced it yet. True. But, you know, if you just search for Totally Tell Me on YouTube, find us and subscribe to us because in two weeks' time, you get a little notification that the 100th episode is out. And I highly recommend that you watch it. It's definitely, we're going to put out an audio form as well, but I'll probably have to cut out some stuff. But there's definitely some visual fun elements to it that you're going to want to tune in for. Elementals. <laughs> You know, we had some surprises. We had some uh, some firsts, I would say. Definitely firsts. There were some firsts in there. Mm. Um, so, you know, we, we, we popped the cherries of, of things that we have perhaps thought about for many a years. And there were some already dead as well. <laughs> some already so anyways, dead. yeah, tune in in two weeks for the 100th episode. We're super excited about it. Um, and then also give us some feedback, too, if uh, on what you think of it. Um, and maybe we'll continue to do a, a video episode every every now and again. You know, you never know. This you is never exciting know. to me. But it's a new territory, new land. Yeah. It but anyways, is. just wanted to put that out there that that we have not forgotten our hundredth. Not forgotten. I'll be viewing. Never that. forget. I'll be viewing that. Oh, good. Please do. Please from do. my office, home, anything I, I like. <laughs> frankly. Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, but Laura, what's up with you? Well, lately, I was days? just sim- I was going to bring up a little bullet point that oh. kind of already did come up um, a minute ago when uh, good old Spencer was talking about Disney World. And um, I think he was talking about for the fans. Yeah. And I wanted to address that simple notion, mm. the fans. Yeah. We, we haven't really addressed oh. them. Mm. I feel formally. Mm-mm. And I wanted to oh, sort of yeah. dabble in oh. the dark arts of coming up with maybe a fun little... You know, moniker, name, so, misnomer. A pet name or I just want to say those this, fans. This came up because mm-hmm. we were riding around the town earlier. Yes, town. <laughs> we were out. On the, we were out and about, and uh, mm-hmm. I called someone a totally head. Yeah, totally head. And I thought, hey, now we might need a name. And so that that inspired <laughs> totally really a, just a. a absolute fantasia of, of <laughs> absolutely an absolute of ideas fantasia from of. laura yes okay Should i mean we well, recite just, a few i mean absolutely but let's just take a moment for totally head oh i don't want I mean, it, it no it was the inspiration it's, kind of, it's an not, inspiration I'm, gonna, I mean, I, I'm just i'm just throwing it out there i'm yeah, not okay. i'm not 
settling on that no, yet, it but it was definitely to. it was definitely an inspir- be all end all. It's an inspiratory springboard. You know, we could do the W2F thing and be like, "What's up, my totally tell heads? What's up, my tater totes? <laughs> what's up, totally right, heads? What's, what's up, up my totes? tote bags? What's up, tote bags? Right. He does. Yeah, do what's up, that. tote bags? What's up, my tell me? He's what? Like what the fuckers and what, what the oh, fuckies right. and what the? <laughs> what's up, my totally tellers? I mean, we could fuck with that. What's up, my? Oh no, my total tellers. What if that? What if I sound like Mark Maron? I could fuck with tater totes. Tater toe. I mean, I, would fuck, I feel that I would definitely fuck with toter toe. Actually, tater toe. <laughs> I would definitely have a. Fu- I would definitely have a fuck with a toter tater toe. How about this? Let's just let's just do a dry run here. I'm just gonna do a, a dry restart of the show. Do a okay? dry run. All right, here we go. And three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to Totally Tell Me, a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. My name is Dominic McCurio, and I'm here with Laura Weinbach. Laura Weinbach, do you have anything to say? What's up, my tater totes? My totally tellers. My. T- <laughs> I forgot. Oh, you froze. You froze. I you forgot. froze. You froze. And a three, two, one. Uh-huh. Hello, welcome to Totally Tell Me. <laughs> Wait, that dry, that dried up though. I like know. it did dry. You kind of like you kind of like sucked in. It's like tater toes suck feels, in air. In a sort of feels way. so catchy though. Fa- tater, tater toes see, does feel kind of right. Mm. What about the totally tellers? Total tellers. The, the totally the total tellers. The totally tellers. What's up, my total tellers? You know, because they're kind of like they're like a bank teller, you know, or something like that. I mean, they're yeah. like they're like ready to Give make a deposit money. of <laughs> a new episode. You know what I mean? Well, or we're bank, ready to a deposit a new episode to the deposit. teller bank. You know? Or okay. yeah, we're no no no. So we're <laughs> no we're in line. We're okay. Hear, hear me out. We're in line, ready to deposit a new episode of Totally Tell Me into a to our totally tellers. Okay. I know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suppose I could consider it. I think tater totes maybe is. What about like tell me's? Floating there. <laughs> I think tater totes is kind of working. Tater totes, okay. In a way, I mean, my tote bags. The yeah, tote, tote bags, bags is good. Tote bags. What they're work. carrying? What the burden of having to listen? No, it's not to about carrying. <laughs> But they're to- they're totally people, they're people to- do people do walk around their lives burdened by the obligation of listening <laughs> to totally <laughs> tell me. It's really a oh it is god a another one. They're looking at their phone and they see like, on a Wednesday the afternoon. Century. Yeah, like the you know like the <laughs> the first episode in two weeks loads up and they're just like Jesus. Oh fucking god, they Christ. haven't quit. I have to listen to this. I could either unsubscribe or like I, I cannot just stop have to listen. my arm from pressing the play button. It simply will not stop from is, pressing the play it button. It is drawn towards the play button and I feel remorse. <laughs> anyway, I went to Disneyland Super instead Bowl. of watching the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Super Bowl. oh, you went to Disneyland instead of watching. Was it not busy that day because of that? The Disneyland <laughs> quotient of, of, of sports caring was basically like this. People who were there in the morning... Um, a lot of them left to go watch the Super Bowl. Really? Um, yeah, because they're locals and they wow. probably have annual, annual passes and stuff. Asshole passes. Asshole pa- yeah, they're probably pass holders. Pass holders. And then, <clears throat> and then other people uh, who wanted to stick it out, like were either like my wife and I who don't care, or they were like watching the phone on their uh, watching their phone mm-hmm. to watch the Super Bowl or checking the. The, the score at least yep. on their phone like we saw a lot of that mm-hmm. we went to the downtown area and watching uh, saw people watching it on the at the bars and, and, and anyway <laughs> i will say i checked my phone for the score wow. simply because wow. not because oh i know not you because i care you're not a true hater not because Forget i care it. 
but here let me let me give you some context so i live i live in san francisco i live in the mission and um you know it can be a relevant factor when the 49ers are in the super bowl to check and just know if your city is about to riot Mm. and explode or not and so I was checking because I was like going to go out and I was like, oh, fuck, but the Super Bowl's on. And if I go out now and it's about to end, I might find myself within in a riot, within inches of my life. You That's know, right. you just never know. Like it, it's just bound to explode at any minute. Yeah. So I checked and I was like, oh, thank God. It's only the second quarter. I'm free to go out into this world. Yeah. And, and I did lost. not a soul on the street. It was so wild. I'm walking down Valencia. And normally Valencia is a fairly packed street in San Francisco, if you're not familiar. There was almost nobody on the sidewalk. They it went was inside. wild. Everyone's inside watching their little game. Yeah. And I'm just like perusing the streets, you know, got <laughs> some then, grocery shopping done. It was quite nice. And when it ended, just silence you could hear for, for miles. Silence Actually, like we lambs still had fireworks going off out here. They just had a spiteful sound to them. <laughs> <laughs> I thought to myself... Hmm, they would have set these fireworks off regardless. Yes. So it's more just like, are they celeb- celebratory fireworks or are they right. spiteful fireworks? And I guess I, they I were think they were probably spiteful. I'm assuming. Well, I'm th- I would think that they would do riots either way. Here's the thing. The bigger riots are from when they win. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I know, but why didn't they do riots since they lost? Uh, yeah, you would think that there still would be riots, but there right. just simply isn't. Well, That's kind of crazy. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, I don't think they're angry at the, their 49ers. They're just disappointed. They want to like, get out be there angry. party or whatever. I would whatever. think they'd be angry at the you know, Kansas City people. I would think logically that if your team lost, you would then go to the streets would, in anger. You would go to the streets And be anger. like, fuck this city for not winning. And kinda. fuck this store. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? For but no, it is fully the opposite. Rooting. Like your team wins and then you, for some reason, choose to start destroying your team your wins and city. then you're like, fuck this city. Yeah, you're like, fuck this city. Let's fuck it up. <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> Maybe we should talk about movies. <laughs> yeah, but let's Doesn't talk about this. Well, wait, about... anything up with you? I mean. Come I on. I know you're saving something. Uh, I mean... Uh, oh, is there something you were saving? There up? was something you were saving for the well, cat. Okay, you were holding I, it in. I mean, look, you know, uh, we are we are looking... Uh, uh, we have we have a roommate who moved out recently. Mm. And so we're looking for someone to uh, replace that roommate. Um, and so we've been doing lots of interviews lately of wow. uh, people. And, wow. And I always think to myself in these sorts of processes, you think to yourself, it's, it's like a bit like dating in a way. You know, you sort of it like... Is. You're like speed dating people to figure out if they're like someone you could live with or not you know mm-hmm. what i mean stand it's sort of like this, this odd stand up routine stand up comedy is, oh am i doing yeah, no yeah. i'm not trying to do okay that. okay no no this, carry is, on, this carry is real on. this is real this okay is carry, real. On, carry on carry on no no I, i'm i'm no stand up comedian i merely tell <laughs> stories that's all He's i no do he's no stand up comedian okay, okay gotcha <laughs> no, thanks laura no i'm just <laughs> I'll I'll for, i just tell it like it is carry on carry on but you know i just there's just well, today, for example, we had this girl come, and it was just me, just me in the house, mm-hmm. and um, and it's like wow. it's just funny what people will tell you, you know. It's like Ooh. the first things tell what, what you should know, you know. And, tell. and truly, one of the first things that this that this girl uttered to me was she was like, "I just had to tell my." Soon to be ex fiance that I was just out getting cookies, so I have to make this quick. What? <laughs> whoa. I was like, whoa, okay, so we're coming in hot right now oh, to this why apartment. Why did she have look. to make it quick? So apparently, shades of uncut gems. Right. I was like, I was like, okay, so what? And then she's like, well, here's the deal. I'm living with my um my fiance right now, but I'm gonna break it off really soon, and I'm looking for a place. 
because I'm trying to find a place that I can get out of immediately after I break up with him to to just sneak off into a new spot and she's like i mean i'll be i'll probably be able to take like some of the appliances and stuff but i'm not really sure i mean i definitely have like a bullet i could i could bring over a and, bullet <laughs> like a, a that could a, be i know what it yeah, means like but it could be misconstrued as a ph bullet which is basically a hemorrhoid <laughs> a hemorrhoid tablet oh i thought we were talking vibrators also. oh wow no i was not no, thinking no, no. either so we're talking blenders blenders we're okay. definitely talking so we're not blender. talking about hemorrhoid creams absolutely not <laughs> but no i just thought to myself like wow what a funny what a funny predicament that she finds herself in and wait that's, what, that's so like she what she said, it's so with. funny because she said ex-fiance, but she's actually still no, with him. No, soon to be ex-fiance. Okay. She was like, Ugh. and then at the end of the inter- at the end of our little talk, why room, was she's he like, gonna be? I'm probably gonna have to break the news on Friday. Oh my god! <laughs> Just thought like, I'm like, I sure know a lot about. Whoa. It was like unprompted too. Why is she breaking thing. up with him? I mean, I didn't. I just didn't have the gall to ask. But I, I was, I was, I did wonder, you know, I did that's wonder. like how one time I she said they've been together for six years. You got to grow some galls. <laughs> I, I, I had a job interview, uh, shortly after my first real long-term job was ending. And during the job interview, I talked shit, just basically unbidden about my former boss. <laughs> yeah. Because I was still traumatized right. by the experience of working with that person. Mm-hmm. Like, why would they, why do you, It's why just do, so unrelated. She, she, she's come in here and just be like, yeah, I'm hoping to move in soon. Yeah, you know, I just have, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in a hurry to find a place, but like, this seems like a really good fit. And right. like, it, it's a really nice spot. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it'd be really cool to, 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 to come live here. And, you know, in the, in the back of her mind could be screaming like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Right. Yeah. But I know. like, do you need to know that? Like, absolutely not. Jesus, I'm man. glad she did right. let me know because it definitely helped me put her on the no list. Yeah, right. But, <laughs> really? but like, well, yeah, absolutely. Had she not said that, I mean, maybe she would have sneaked her way onto the yes list, which would have been a real predicament. So I guess in a way, I am thankful. Uh, not like too many. We've uh, probably we've had like five in person ones. There's been plenty of people that we just instantly just say no based on like their little paragraph that they give us or whatever. Really? Like, what was the worst paragraph you got? <laughs> well, one was an, actually. I'm just going to pull it up because if I read it verbatim, I feel oh. like that would be the best way to do it. That could work. Um, this is fun for the uh, total tellers out there slash tote heads slash tote bags slash tater totes. <laughs> um, I just want to make a little announcement while Dominic is looking up his shit. Right, go ahead. Um, I, Laura Weinbach, do have a couch for sale. <laughs> what? Wait, you have a couch for sale? We're actually in the, in the market. I we're, mar- we're trying to replace these. Are you? Do you want to buy my green couch? Is that the bigger one? Yeah. Oh my God, maybe. Oh my God. So the couch we're sitting on right now? It's about the size, yeah? What? what? It's, a, it's about the it's size of this one bigger. that we're sitting it's on? It's a little bigger than this. Maybe. Bigger? No, I don't think it's much You think longer. it would fit, basically? I think it could fit. The couches we're sitting on right now could be replaced with the Weinbach couch. Wow. Oh my God. Wow. I mean, I'm so glad you put this up for wait, sale. Would you want it? <laughs> at my very, uh, no, for real. We are we are in the market for a new couch. We want to get rid of these. But do you like we, my we couch really enough like to want to replace it with that? Well, let's talk price. You know, let's, let's talk private. But probably we'll, we'll privately talk price. I and mean, then yeah. Maybe, maybe maybe if you can like, I will give you a good deal. <laughs> you give me a good deal if you can take it from my house. Okay. Hey, I mean that hey. might be in the cards. It could be. <laughs> Look at that. You just found a seller. Quimby. I mean, a buyer. Not if a it's not in the cards, though, I'm announcing it to the tater totes <laughs> out there. 
that I have a couch available for so if you sale. Hear in the Oakland area. If you Hit hear this in the edit, you know that this couch did not get yeah. sold. Exactly. <laughs> then you know I said no. And it's, and it's probably just because it didn't quite fit. And, yeah. you know, it wasn't. Just, it's a good couch. Um, and no, it is. I've sat on it plenty My of email address is www. No, I'm just kidding. It's actually <laughs> L as in Laura Weinbach, W-E-I-N-B-A-C-H at gmail.com and you can write to me there and let me know uh if you want you want to buy the couch hey here's something to know about that couch though for all you totally heads out there mm. we have watched many a uh, movies true. on that very couch truth many of the podcasts that you've heard true motherfucking that have have um originated on that very couch that is no lie it's got a little piece of totally tell me history to it that is absolutely motherfucking <laughs> true <laughs> Anyway, so let me read this verbatim. Or was there any more you wanted to say about the couch? I suppose not. <laughs> we'll move right along. <laughs> yeah, let's hear this no, pitch. No, no, it's actually no. Let me just <laughs> let me just uh, rephrase. Now, the, uh, or actually, to give a little bit of context, you know, we, we just we just posted it up on a on like a on a Facebook group for you know housing or whatever in, mm, in the Bay Area. Mm. It's got tons of information on there. And in that, I mm. say, please message me with like a paragraph of uh, information about yourself. And then I kind of give them some like starters, like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever. But anyways, I got a message uh, <laughs> and she said, hi, I'm interested in this. That was it. <laughs> and then I say, hey, name, could you oh. tell me a bit about yourself to start? And then she replies, yeah. End of conversation. Oh, <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Oh. That's it. There she lay. I would have to say she's fucking with you. (laughs) Oh my goodness! Why? I don't think. And this was. This is not like the more information's coming soon. This was Sunday at seven forty four (laughs) a.m. Oh, by the way, she didn't say yeah. She said yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Spelled Y E A. Y E A. No H. I got this. Here, let me just try to do an impression of what I think she sounds. You want to be her, and I'll be me. I'll be her. Don't say the name. Yeah. Don't. Hi, I'm interested in this. Hey, uh, could you? Please uh, let me know a bit more about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what it. That's a good right. dramatic. That seems to be how it reads. That's a right. good dramatic reading because right. it, it really is just like very reluctant, <laughs> and it's kind of like it's kind of uh, like, like I could do it. And, uh, Actually, do you, you wanna... need to ask me things now, or we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> you know um, all right. Should we get to uncut gems here or what? I well, I, I, I oh, just oh, sorry. Oh, I, I, no, we've yeah, had right. so many. You've had so many preamble things here, but uh, you know, and who knows how many of them make it into the show? <laughs> no, they but, don't all make the cut, but, as you could say. But what else? What I wanted to do, and this is purely indulgent, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But but as a, as a segue into mm-hmm. talking the movie of the app, right? Is I want uh, a year ago I was on this very show and mm-hmm. I listened to your. I had just listened to your top tens of 2018 at right, the time right, right. and i was like i gotta bring in my my top 10 it right. just i think it just happened naturally it did, it did. um and because <laughs> we're recording in the exact same circumstance right just so listened to your top 10 episode mm, so mm. i wanted to read my top 10 mm-hmm. all right um, okay and i want to start with number 11 only because <laughs> uh it's climax ah whoa why not uh whoa. which i made i made i was gonna make a top 10 only honestly i'm pissed like, higher but go ahead well here's the thing is that i i i was gonna make a top 10 and i looked at it and i was like damn this is a 20 year like wow. this is a good uh, for me maybe not old yeller over here but for me 
This is this is a great year for movies. Spencer texted me, or wait, wait I Facebook posted. Face, Facebook. Posted. I went straight to the public uh, forum for totally uh, <laughs> t- for to- uh, tater totes. <laughs> he did, and he was I like, said, Laura's, "Laura's number six. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew exactly what he meant at that uh-huh. moment. Yeah. If you don't, you should go listen to the yeah, go listen to the top ten episode. It's very uh, charming, entertaining. Um, <laughs> but I did, I did, I did put a uh, climax at number eleven because okay. I was like, "What a movie!" But also, there's just so many movies this year and anyway it's hard to make um it's fair hard enough to, fair it's hard enough. to make a top 20 i just did not know feel exactly that way, what order and i know and i remember you didn't yeah yeah um I fell asleep so i mean <laughs> I, so okay so here's my top I, i'll go through this real quick okay yeah. number 10 parasite i know mm, people really wow. loved it but but uh, you Jenks. you just heard, you just heard me say that it was a really good year for me for movies okay, okay. i would put any of these i would put 11 through 20 as a good top 10 for any year. Okay. Like I loved the movies I saw this year. Wow. Yeah, a lot that. of them. I love that for you. So, so Parasite was a, a, a four star at least out of five, at least four. Huh. Okay. It was, I loved, I loved Parasite. It's wow. great. Wow. I, love, I love it. But go ahead. I huh. would like to see it again, actually. Mm. Uh, and it might, it might even cre- creep up a little out on a second viewing. Mm. Um, the last black man in San Francisco, I put it number nine. Excellent. Wow. Terrific yeah, film. Very good. That number, was like 12 for me or something. Number was, eight, yeah. little women. Wow, uh-huh. uh, you, I, you did. Did you see that and shake yes, your head? I did. Uh, she hated it. I, I, loved I didn't women. hate it. I did not hate it. But oh, I thought I you said it was like your least favorite movie of the year. I didn't say it was my least favorite movie of the year, but I certainly did disagreed with it. <laughs> I remember, I remember key <laughs> images really strongly, and I remember key sequences really strongly, and that's a good sign for mm-hmm. me. Uh-huh. And I think that I thought it was just just well edited and and wow. performed wow. and shot i wow. agree i um, don't know about all that but hey my number seven and you're gonna go whoa because i know it was your number one is oh, midsummer i, love- I loved it though I, again Ow. i love all these whoa. movies whoa 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 whoa, whoa. <laughs> i love all these movies and okay. we had the same number one in 2018 suspiria okay mm-hmm. love okay. suspiria loved it mm-hmm. um number six uh pedro almodovar's paid and glory okay oh, i haven't I don't seen know that that, that is a it. terrific people film have been talking they have been talking. To me, it's maybe like my second favorite. What's it called? Pain and Glory? Pain and Glory. Huh. Antonio Banderas is nominated for a Oscar this oh, year. Oh, I just heard him on Terry Gross, Fresh Air. That makes sense. He's On in, Terry, he's, tell me. And he was talking about I, this very brief cut, cut in here, but I, I heard him on, on the air last night and he was talking about how he was in a movie back yes. in like this last when he was younger he was very this is kind of how he talks yeah and he because he's from spain yeah he's from spain. and he's from España, and he was like saying that you know he used to be a tough guy but now he's just crying all the time <laughs> crying a river <laughs> he's like i don't know i used to be tough i didn't cry and now i'm just crying <laughs> i love that <laughs> all right number six good old bandera <laughs> um yeah pain glory is great wonderful movie um number five is a is a complete <laughs> out, out of nowhere pretentious movie choice um but it's called the chambermaid uh-huh. um which is a, a movie oh. I'm, I'm looking up now by lila aviles uh, from mexico city mm. uh, it's just a, it's just this really beautiful kind of small movie uh that takes place exclusively inside the walls of a luxury hotel and following a chambermaid around uh, as she does her work hmm. and um it's it's not like cinema verite it's it's more dramatic than that but uh-huh. it's, it's really 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 compelling and i, I loved it a lot hmm. cool. um number four is this crazy chinese movie called long day's journey into night by the director Gan, who um it's it 
it's very long. It's like two and a half hours, and the last hour is a 3D tracking shot. <laughs> so you put Oh, your, I heard about it for that, I think, yeah. You put on your glasses like an hour and a half into the movie and watch the rest. That's so funny. Um, really? And, yes, and it's very abstract. It's Lynchian kind of. It's hmm. like it's like very uh, uh, out there, but it's beautiful. And like the last hour is kind of like this dreamlike rearrangement of the events of the first hour and a half. Hmm. Anyway, it's great. Um, number three is a movie called The Souvenir by Joanna Hogg, uh-huh. um, which this. which is a an indie British drama that huh. I just just went nuts for. Huh. Um, I, the second time I watched it, it was the only time I ever watched a movie on my phone on a plane because Delta or whatever airline it was happened to have it as a free selection <laughs> for some reason, somehow. Which right. is crazy. Where were you flying? Uh, I was flying probably back to oakland at the from time. where um god i jeez i don't where the hell was i flying from oh oh well, probably the japan? midwest probably the midwest probably oh, really? the midwest yeah. wait you went to japan right i did go to japan wow and i'll hopefully be back Whoa. Um, oh, we're but yeah uh, this movie was I, oh, yeah, yeah it was like a midwest flight i think anyway oh oh it was alaska airlines um mm. and i and the composition in this movie is just so stunning and so it was weirdly satisfying to watch it on a phone in mm. the cuz cuz the object you're holding has the correct aspect ratio so you can just really kind of get a visceral sense of the composition mm. what anyway, was it that what, br- it was very brief what was it about uh it is about uh a filmmaker it's sort of autobiographical oh. um about a young woman who is uh, training to become a filmmaker and falls in love with sort of an aristocratic uh, heroin addict Okay, it's and then what was the 80s other period piece? What was the one between Pain and Glory and this one? Oh, um, well, there's the Chambermaid, okay. and then there's oh, Long yeah. Day's Journey in Tonight, which I also highly recommend. Um, my number two, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh wow! wow. I just loved it. Wow! I I, I, I so I remember seeing it second time and just thinking like I this movie could be twice as long and I would be wow. totally content. Okay, wow. Tarantino. This is just Tarantino working in that like mode that I just can't get enough of like look look luxuriate and and jackie brown is my favorite movie of his so right you know it's interesting people are saying that right now or some people i've talked to are like that's a really good movie and they didn't realize it was jackie brown oh jackie brown has definitely i feel like um surfaced or something I, i think it's just gotten like a re a re energized kind of moment because I think at the time, following Pulp Fiction was like a Herculean <laughs> heat, uh, feat that is like impossible to do in a way, you know, because Pulp Fiction is just so, it's just so classic that I think Jackie Brown at the time, maybe people didn't see it as as so amazing, but I think in retrospect, yeah, it's incredible. I just watched it for the first time recently Ooh. and I was totally blown away by it. I was just like, my God, this is just so good. This oh, is so good. It's a it's like you just want to sit there in it, you know. I love it so. I so, love so, the so character much. of Jackie Brown too. Oh my god! You just like his best really... written character. I mean, I know yeah. it's you know from a of a book, but still, oh, you know, is it? didn't know that. Well, it's from an Elmore Leonard book, but mm. but nonetheless, she's it's an incredible. One character. of his best written characters, yeah. and and Pam Greer is one of the greatest performances of, of performance. his whole filmography. Um, anyway, yeah, go ahead. Just that being like my favorite Hollywood works for me in that way, kind of a similar way. Mm. Um. And my number one movie of the year, Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Oh really, baby? Oh shit! Yeah. Oh my god, I was almost wow. like that was almost like a joke in a way, but wow. I'm glad. I'm glad it's up there. Uncut. For me, it was. I think I put it number four or something. Uh, so you. So wow. in a way, if you've already Cut listened to the episode, you already know what I think. Gems. That's a great transition. I like baby. how you did that. Now, <laughs> Uncut Gems. Has anyone here baby. seen? I'm feeling the gem. The 2020 film Uncut Jim. 
No. Absolutely not. What is it's that? It's about an uncircumcised male in San Francisco named Jim who works for a construction site. Oh, I thought it, I just thought it was like a gym full of uncut dicks. No. Like a gym, like a like a G Y M. Like a gymnasium, you know. No, it's Jim, J I M. Short for Jimbo. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Sure. Sure, whatever. Uh, uncut so Spencer, Jim. see well, it or weep. Uh, at the Tomcat Theater. Or weep. Drive <laughs> <laughs> me a river. You must now, either see it or weep. <laughs> <laughs> now, we are going to talk Uncut Gems. If you haven't seen Uncut Gems, uh, at first we're not going to talk any story... Story... Stories. <laughs> and um, after a certain point, we will... <laughs> Wait, I don't know if people understand what you're saying. <laughs> we're not going to talk any story spoilers. Okay. And then, go. after a certain point, we will. We'll make it very clear, though. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you can keep on listening even if you haven't seen Uncut Gems. We're just going to talk about uh, what we thought of it in general. Um, and to kick things off, well, actually, just very briefly, it's directed by the Safdie brothers, um, who have kind of gained a lot of traction recently, especially after they uh, directed Good Time together. Josh and Benny. Josh and Benny. Um, they're young filmmakers who are kind of like, I would say, viewed by many as some real like up-and-comer types. Um, I think uh, taking a lot of films from the past and moder- modernizing that kind of style of the 70s or yeah. 60s and... Um, you know, uh, they've been at it for like fifteen years, but they like, have, yeah. but, but you know, they're 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 really coming up in like. Well, they're in their thirties. They're like their mid- voices as as feature directors are are really solidifying. Absolutely. So this is another A twenty four film. Um, they kind of scooped them up with good time, and I have a feeling they're gonna. That's a partnership to continue to blossom. So Uncut Gems is a twenty nineteen film. It's their latest. It stars Adam Sandler, um, who plays a sort of. Uh, grimy new york um gem dealer and uh it's sort of just about his trials and tribulations over the course of several days that are rather impactful in his life and we won't get into too much more detail as i feel like you know we'll you'll just uh, hear more about it later but let's start with you spencer um what did you think wow. of, i mean i think we kind of already know but what did you think in more detail about uncut gems so i've seen it three times um okay. wow. that's not midsummer three times <laughs> yes, that's right. You're number one three times. My number one three times. All right. There you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> I would say uh, my my what keep what kept drawing me back to uncut gems. There, there is. So my very first reaction was like, uh, I was just thinking like, wow, this is the new. There will be blood for me. Like, wow. and 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 <laughs> it kind of draws on a lot of the same because they they clearly have. Paul Anderson uh, uh, Thomas, mm-hmm. not in that order, as a, <laughs> as a very as a very um, strong influence yeah. on their work um, and their buds, I think, um, you know, at least colleagues. They did a great podcast uh, together. Did you listen to that? I did. Yeah, that was, was really informative. It was great. A twenty four podcast. Always shout out to them. Uh, they have, did a great mutual interview of each other on that show. You should definitely check it out. Yeah, you should if you, if you if you care at all about uh, the gems. Either one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Either but yes, either jokes. one. Um, but yeah, it, 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 the the intensity of there will be blood is what I I kind of pulled from it um, right away, and I feel like they they all they both even though the the character circumstances are very different, we won't go into that uh, that mm-hmm. um, yet. Um, they the whole the just sort of like um, kinetic nature of both movies you know i feel like they resonate with each other and it really it really hit me in a similar like way that that no matter how many times i see it i am on the edge of my 
real seat, really <laughs> on the edge of it, really gripping the arm rests, really staring into the gem and like <laughs> you know like like just watching the fate of all of these people in their in their world like unfurl before my very eyes i feel like in the way that there will be blood is sort of a suspense film this is absolutely in that that category of like some of the best suspense filmmaking i've ever seen without mm-hmm. a doubt and not in the traditional sense of like very hitchcocky and like you know like a, a, honestly a sort of turgid like i think that i think of that as sort of a turgid like stale way of making a, his suspense f- thriller by this point mm-hmm. uh, uh the safties are are on the edge of doing it yeah um well i think because hitchcock was kind of laying down the groundwork you know there oh of course he basically course. was he was like the, the builder of the house and now people have expanded upon it so much oh totally yeah no i'm, I'm not trying i'm not trying to oh yeah to, yeah to say you know his all of his works are not you know properly canonized because they are but and and people do draw inspiration but like i think that they are they are pushing it further than anyone has in that way um and I, I also just, you know, I got to give it up for the Sandman. <laughs> like, Mr. Sandler just turns in a career best. Like, uh-huh. Barry Egan is, like, just just below it, I think, for me. Like, I love that performance in Punch Drunk Love. But, but you know, there's just something about the way he inhabits this character that is, you know, like, the fact that Sandler went on, I don't know, what is Howard Stern or something, and he, he talked about how Daniel Day-Lewis called him to congratulate him. Now, of course, <laughs> we're talking about a, 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 a communal thing with, you know, PTA in the middle, right. kind of a bridge between DDL and, and Sandler, but, yeah. but still, like, for Daniel Day-Lewis, Mr. Daniel Playview, Mr. Reynolds, uh, Reynolds Woodcock to mm-hmm. call him and be like, yo, mm-hmm. this is it. Like, that is good. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like that, it, it, it's represented yeah, on he screen. Still got, he still got snuffed at snubbed. all the Americans. Hella snubbed. snubbed. Hella snuffed. Snuffed and snubbed. At the, uh, at slubbed, the, slubbed the and go- snubbed at the, at um, the Golden Globes. At the Globes and at the, uh, at the, <laughs> and um, the, uh, the Oscars. You know, at the Kids' Choice Awards. <laughs> at the Oscars as well. No oh, nomination yeah. at all. Yeah, not Oscar all. De La um, uh, Not yeah. a single one. But yeah, there's no, that movie. The movie totally got shut out from the Oscars, um, and you know, which is a shame because it has terrific cinematography, terrific score, terrific directing, terrific script. The script is like, you know, that what they talk about with the script is they're like, we toiled for ten years to make a script that seems like we didn't write it at all. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like they they toiled they toiled on a script that was so carefully written to to seem as if no one was saying anything written. People mm-hmm. were, were like just sort of conversing and being, you know, being live wires. Yeah. And that's just where, where they're at right now. Like good time showed it. Yeah. I loved good time. Yep. And seeing this, I was just like plugged in all the way plugged in, uh, feeling the gem, honestly, feeling Garnett it. style. I was feeling the gem. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, what did you think of uncut gems? Well, I can't sit here and say I had as enthusiastic a response as both of you guys did. <laughs> I, I haven't said damn thing quite yet. I know you liked it. In a way, it, I mean. I, guess I, I like. Here's the thing. I I really enjoyed certain moments of this movie. I especially love the intro and the outro. Yeah. So cool. Just like, I mean, this is not really a, well, is it a spoiler? To, I think if you've seen it, you know what you're talking about. I know, but if you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it, it's a cool intro and outro. <laughs> I know, but can I just, can I describe it? I mean, I guess if you want... What I mean, can I, you describe about the... I mean, you're talking you're about... 
Are you talking about the gem? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love that part. That's yeah. so cool. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I felt like I was on Star Tours, like circa 1988, <laughs> you know, and I love it. Beautiful. This. Music, um, visuals. Excellent. But, and I, there were some great moments, like the last Where did you see it, 30 minutes. Please I saw it at um, AMC. Okay. okay. Um, you saw it on the big screen. Big screen. That's good. Important. Um, it yeah. Is important. And I no, I think that the last like third of the movie was really exciting. Yes. But what I didn't love about this movie was just like how kind of it really was like one volume for me the whole time. I mean, it was just a lot of yelling. Everybody's constantly yelling in this movie and all they are all kind of the same type of character. Everybody kind of seems the same to me. And I just kind of was like, it was a bit much, Mm, a bit, a bit like too high energy for me for the whole time. I would like some more. I like a movie that has like dynamic ebb and flow and you know, just range of uh, volume really and, (laughs) and emotions. And I feel like all these characters were kind of people that I wasn't really feeling connected to, to be honest. You know, I just wasn't that into them. Fair enough. It was just a lot of sleazy kind of people that I just, I'm not super into, you know? And, but at the same time, it was an interesting insight into a culture that I didn't know much about. Yeah. You know, the jewelry world, it's like a whole nother kind of sort of, underbelly world in a way jewelry overlapping with sports betting right which, yeah. is, which is like two things i would not think i would care at all about right yeah. and i mean i don't know that i fully do still but i at the same time it's kind of just an interesting you know light on a different kind of culture and well i mean yeah but and adam sandler's performance while it was good i wasn't like blown away in the sense that it's i'm seeing a new side of him i just feel like this is adam sandler doing adam sandler you know i mean I, this is more of him but i feel you so know. so i have to i have to say it is more of him but in the way that i i just think that i think that what are what these kind of auteurs that are that are casting him see in him mm. is that he is excellent all the time it's just the context of what he's doing calls for a more frivolous uh, judgment of that. Like he's just like he's in these comedies, you know, whatever. They're stupid, but you know that they're they're watching and they're they're picking up on this odd energy that he's putting out in those things. And so for me, that seeing that reframed in this context, mm. Punch Drunk Love, I think. Do you? Th- I, I don't didn't. Know if you agree. I didn't see Punch Drunk Love. Oh, I do really okay. want to see it though. I would highly recommend it. I wonder if you would feel the same way about it because it, he does not do this note of a performance at all. Okay. But it's you know it is also, you know, using a different type of Adam Sandler's energy where it's like the simmering quiet, like you know, oh, I just did a better, you know, like that <laughs> that thing for Adam Sandler is like a lot of the movie is kind of like you know, well, I don't. I, I, I don't I'm afraid I can't you know like that's, that's yeah. like, really good answer. that's like oh, <laughs> thank you I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know if I was trying that hard but, close your eyes and that's Adam but that but that's like kind of the tone of the movie until he snaps every so often throughout Punch Drunk Love right, right. whereas like in this movie he's, he's just, just like he's, he's just amped he up is unhinged the whole time <laughs> he half ha- snapped but yeah. everybody in this movie is unhinged like his wife is unhinged his girlfriend's kind of unhinged I feel yeah. like his his um, friends are unhinged I mean, yeah, they're all like wild they're all characters, yelling. but I wouldn't know about all yelling. I mean, I would say the volume of the movie, yes, is like high energy, high octane yep. kind of like 
there's a lot of screaming and a lot of yelling for sure but i wouldn't say it's all like that like there's certainly some scenes he has there's quiet scenes yeah there's some quiet scenes like i'm They're remembering so one with with his girlfriend i'm remembering one with his uh son uh well i liked i mean i liked the part when the son when he takes the son to the guy's bathroom like yeah he takes him him up to his apartment and then he's like telling the son to go into the neighbor's bathroom because he doesn't want the son to kind of come into his own bathroom but these were just so small moments in the moment in the movie like overall it just the amount of time that i felt was not yelling was sort of minuscule compared to like the the majority of the movie pretty high right. like i mean i am basically agreeing with you but it's just i actually saw that as a positive because to oh. me i was like very i was so engaged and invested in, in things like it, it got me so invested so quick sorry uh-huh. to cut you off i mean that's no, okay um but uh i just was like i, I think i was just at that pace with it and, and it felt uh-huh. to me almost like it was taking what they had done before with for example good time and just like amping everything up a little more uh-huh. and uh for me it was working but i could see yeah if you're if you're like not in the mood to basically listen right. to people yell for two hours this is certainly not your movie no but it's like i don't know maybe it was just the mood i was in maybe i would like it more i don't know but yeah i, I guess also i was just had my expectations set really high because a lot of that's a bummer i'm glad you didn't talk to me then <laughs> well i just i mean everybody i know who had seen the movie like really loved it and was talking about how it was just like the best movie they'd seen of the year and i don't know well i guess you didn't say it was the best movie of the year but no, that's, not, that's not ideal like you that's seem not to ideal really like it it's ne- it's ne- yeah it's always best to just not have expectations but sometimes that's impossible i mean you know yeah i don't know i guess i just maybe i did have too high of ex- expectations and well, I just don't know. I just, yeah, I just, I wouldn't say it was like my favorite movie of the year, to be honest. But hey, you know, good movie though. Good movie. <laughs> was it, it good? Was, did, did you think it was good? or? I did. I did okay. think it was like a good movie in a lot of ways. And yeah. and the last like third of it was very exciting. Oh my I loved Just wow. I really Perfect loved filmmaking. like how it was just an interesting dynamic at that point in terms of like what was going on with the characters and what people were forced to have to kind of face and i don't know it was just interesting to see well i mean without giving any spoilers these people having to kind of engage with a scenario like against their will Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and in a way have that almost bring a smile to their face yeah you know i don't know there was something cool about that yeah yeah because it's a superb final act but it was you know and it was like you don't know what's gonna happen and it's kind of like it gets you to be invested in a game to a degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Multiple a real games. Game. Multiple. A real, real games that really happened. So, you know, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> oh, if this right, is a right. Spoiler. No, no, I know, I know. They took footage from the real game from yeah. like 19, whenever, and I something, 2000 or whatever. 2013 or 12. Right, right, right. That was kind of cool. And I like the kind of, you know, uh, the different vision, visual, uh, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the cinematography elements. Well, the yeah, elements the different visual elements. I mean, in terms of to that time. Yeah, like like about? seeing the actual footage of the game like, yeah. against the footage of the movie. Yeah, and having those two things kind of coincide. Mm-hmm. Kind of cool. Just a cool stylized effect. Anyway, Dominic, what did you think of it? Yeah, I mean, it's no shock that I loved this movie. I put it, I put it pretty high on my list. What was it? Best at? movies of the year, number four, I think. I think I put it at number four. Um, I think this movie uh, is just. I think you really summed it up, and I totally agree with this word. Like visceral, it's just a, it's a real visceral feeling movie. Uh, you just are like, 
for me at least, I was very quickly invested in Adam Sandler's character and um, his likability, even though he's doing these like very questionable on the moral scale kind of things. The fact that he was that push and pull of him being like this kind of magnetic guy that you, in a way, it's you, you, you don't really want to hang out with him because you'd be worried that he might fuck you over, but you like just gotta know what's gonna happen with him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I, and I love that push and pull of his character where you're where it's 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 just a personality that you're invested in, at least for me. Um, so I was instantly in, and um, I'm thinking of so many specifics that we can't get into yet. But yeah, yeah, and we'll get there. Um, but I, I will say, like, yeah, I felt like the the first half of the movie, I was definitely digging it. It wasn't like you know, best movie ever kind of material for me at that point. Yeah. But for me, what really pushed it over the edge was, in my opinion, what was, they were kind of like moving the chess pieces all along for, yep. which is this like explosive final act to me that was just like nonstop edge of my seat. I was like, <laughs> so really, it's like you say edge of my seat. Yeah. And I would not say that I normally like mean that in such a literal degree as mm-hmm. like this this was because for me i was just like anything could happen yep. i don't i certainly don't follow sports so i had no idea what i had no i didn't even know it was a real game to be honest or, no same I, here i, I, had, I had to wait to see it in the credits to be like yeah we used the footage from the 2012 you know like playoffs yeah. or whatever um but for me to be invested in anything in the sports world <laughs> is a is a huge feat yeah. and there i was caring about a sports game yep. and i thought to myself what a what have they done to me you know <laughs> what have they done here i am and i and i want something to happen here as i watch this basketball get passed around between the the boys on the on the old on the old the <laughs> old uh, yeah the plastic <laughs> the plastic a, field it's called a court <laughs> it's called a court as they say oh <laughs> uh, no but really I, I to me the final act really sold the whole show for me yeah um it it really blew me away uh and I, it was really in that moment that i just thought to myself this is fantastic filmmaking and i just felt this is what the Safety brothers i feel like have been building towards you know it's it's these just explosive moments and there is some of those in good time but not as prolonged and they're a little more spread out in the movie i would say like there's there's two or three moments in good time that i like distinctly remember as being like wow that was so kind of like wild and crazy but it's actually for like shorter periods of time this i felt like was more of just like this slow ramp up the whole time and then to this just insane 30 minutes or 40 minutes or whatever yeah so for me i actually love that kind of build and so in retrospect, in retrospect, I'm like, this is, I love this structure. I, I love a, I love a slow ramp up and then an insane payoff for yep. like 30 minutes. It's just a total high, you know? Yeah, I'm so glad you said it's a high because, because I feel like that's what the movie, that's the thread, right? Is that he's an addict, right? So yeah. um, he's, he's, you know, he's addicted to betting mm-hmm. and yeah. he's betting on the current playoffs and, uh, just by the the sheer divine intervention of Kevin Garnett, a, a an actual person playing in these actual games, yeah, um, who plays himself tremendously in this movie, <laughs> yeah, I might great, I might yeah. add, um, the he is able to take his betting addiction to new heights, like really new heights, to where like you know, and and we can get into specifics in a bit, mm-hmm. but essentially what you're just witnessing is 
is him getting high and then you know dealing with whatever repercussions of his addiction yeah and it's like it's like a real addiction movie yeah but it's it's done in a way that's like truly candy you know it's like it's it's Mm -hmm. it's one of the only addiction movies probably possibly the only addiction movie i've ever seen where the addiction is transferred to the viewer Viewer. Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah right because normally you're outside of it and you're like wow that seems dark (laughs) and i can talk about why when we get into the story but 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 the addiction is absolutely transferred to you 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 see you see and feel it and you understand it even though you don't agree with the you know like it's also a movie about exploitation that's another thing we can talk about but um you know you don't necessarily agree with the exploitive uh landscape of the whole thing but you're you're witnessing it and taking part in it just as an observer the way everyone else is kind of in the film and you you ride with this guy whether or not you like him Right. You know, a, a character yeah. two thirds of the way through the movie says, "You're the most annoying person I've ever met," and you get it. You're like, <laughs> "True, this is the annoying, per- most annoying yeah. person anyone would ever meet." He's yelling at people like who are like trying to help him out all the time. <laughs> They're trying to help him, and he's just fucking screaming at them and that's not cool but you just are riding with him anyway because yeah. you're just like yeah he's, he's got to like he's in the too. center yeah he's in the center um anything else you want to say because i think we should get to spoilers pretty soon um spoil away okay so uh if you haven't seen uncut gems uh and you and you care about spoilers you should definitely tune out uh we're gonna talk all the specifics about the story including the ending so definitely i would say tune out go check out this movie you know don't get it spoiled check out its presentation by spencer right Right. yeah absolutely yeah as you should as you should do some do some early plugs right yeah yeah (laughs) for the tune outers yeah or you know skip ahead to the very very ending and listen to the song there's probably going to be a song we haven't quite discussed it but there's probably a song at the end we'll figure that out yeah anyways uh so with spoilers now um what say you what say anyone (laughs) anyone want to say anything before i begin launching into the specifics launch away (laughs) yes i say launch us yeah, so like we have liftoff. you know, just to continue, just to continue the the topic of the high and being mm-hmm. with him on it. No, I think that's yeah, it's an interesting. Point. What what works, what makes it work for me, is that there are two bets. There's just two. It feels like a movie about a gambler, and and it is. And in that way, you maybe would think like, oh, you're just watching him gamble, beginning mm-hmm. to end. But you see two bets. Mm-hmm. He tries to set, place another one at one point, but he changes it. So mm-hmm. there's two bets. Both of them turn out spectacularly well. <laughs> Both of the two bets that he places in this film turn out so well for him. Mm-hmm. In On paper. Yeah. <laughs> But the first one... In every one, other way, terrible. <laughs> the first bet he places, it, it pays off. And he gets to celebrate with his uh, girlfriend, not wife, girlfriend. And then the, the next second, they cut to him screaming at someone on the phone <laughs> <again> <laughs> immediately. It's just right. like, oh, that joy cannot last. He must scream more. Right. Um, bet number one goes great until his nemesis stops it. Mm-hmm. So that's the external repercussion kind of thing going on right mm-hmm. so we get to see the high happen we get to feel the high of winning the bet not just of anticipating winning the bet but actually winning it then you that way you can understand the 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 high Why that he, he experiences this. and then it gets taken away from him 
by external repercussions, which are, of course, his fault, but that's not how he feels in the moment. It's it's external. Very addiction, you know, it's like it's like a structure Mentality. of an yeah, exactly. It's like a structure of an addictive personality person. Later on, you know, he hasn't placed a bet in a while. He's trying to get clean on that <laughs> sort of, so to speak, while he does all these other crazy exploitative transactions. And when he's got Garnett in the office is when he places the other bet. That bet goes extremely well. And again, he hits. And again, that's when you're really riding with him. And that's the masterful last half hour of the movie that is just like the most compelling thing to me to ever watch, basically. <laughs> um, and he's got the he's got the you know sorry he's got the um hostages he's got the dudes that are that he owes held hostage in his gem store and you were just saying laura like it seems like there's kind of a smile crossing the face like the brother-in-law gets it you know he's kind of like he did it Mm -hmm. you know he's like he did it he pulled it off he pulled this crazy shit off and obviously phil who in the beginning of the movie the first thing he does is he tells him like he slaps him in the face you know and he's like a belligerent he's like i'm a thug i'm gonna kill you <laughs> like that's basically what he does throughout the entire movie the brother-in-law the thug phil oh oh the the guy who's hired by the brother-in-law yeah and right. he takes him out right. um but it's interesting because i feel like even he starts to get invested in the game even though oh, he yeah. kills him he does seem to it's like these guys are all just so annoyed that he is for one thing not paying the back for another that they locked them in this room you know yeah they can't get out they're infuriated and this is obviously riling them up even more but they're forced to engage in his activity which is you know obviously betting on this game yeah and they have to watch this game and so they're just forced into getting into it and it's kind of interesting because at a certain point they're just like all right they're kind of on the edge of their seat too wondering is this going to win is this not going to win and um audience there's surrogates you would say yeah there's something kind of fun about that you know because these kind of hard-ass guys are softened by the game you know what i mean and yep. the joy that adam sandler's getting from it and so there's that was a fun moment you know but the but the reason of course phil has to kill him immediately upon being released is not that the joy is not have anything to do with any pleasure he might have gotten from watching that happen it's from the fact that in any crime movie, if you're part of a crime organization, you need to take out the person that is the most unpredictable. <laughs> you need to take out the person that is putting the operation out of balance in any way, shape, or form. So as soon as he gets out of that room, well, it's over for this motherfucker. Why do you think it's called Uncut Gems? Because it's like a pure gem that he's dealing with. Right, but it's one gem. But why do you think it's called Uncut Gems? I think because it's plural. like, oh, well, I don't know about plural, but I mean, what, isn't well, the thing that he has specific. is like. Yes, I know that the thing he has is uncut. It's like a raw. Yeah. But why, why not just call it black opal? Why not call it. Yeah. Gem? That's an interesting. I why mean, not call it raw gem? Like why uncut gem? It seems like a very specific set of words. It's it seems extremely Again, and intentional. Tradition, uncut can really. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I think that's, I don't think there's. There's no I don't think that's chosen between. extremely without knowledge of that particular <laughs> uh, rhetoric. But I also think that um, you know it's it's a it it's a good title because it it refers to an object in the middle of the movie, the central object, 
but it also refers to like it as a concept of like a trade. Like you get into the trade, you could get into uncut gems. You know what I mean? Like you could get into them. Like he's got <laughs> one, but you could get into him. You know what I mean? So it's like it feels like you're. It feels like it's referring to like this world that you are just now entering. You're just now understanding mm. the, the world of trafficking the these things. Mm-hmm. And yes, and yes, you enter and exit through it because you're entering, exiting the world of these things. Right. You're like, you're like, just like he did. He's like, I saw this video, you know, yeah. I, I got into it. And, and, and like, it's, it's really, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's a world. It's a world. It tries they, to invite you into the world. They really it, do build up the world, too. Their world, their world building is really exciting to me. It invites you into the world. It definitely refers to circumcision. <laughs> but I don't know. You know, it just in the tr- sort of But then shouldn't it have way. been called cut gems? Or? Well, yeah. But I think, no, but, I, I think well, it's... Well, but you know, I mean, when you say uncut, I feel like there are only several things that come to mind. And one of the top things has to be an uncut penis. It has to be simply. I don't know. I guess when you think about the sequel to this movie, Uncut Jim, then yeah, it would make sense. But I mean, look, Which and I, I like highly recommend it. But, Give me uh, a link. You know. drop, drop that link. I, I think the Safties but it, perform with a lot of love for their characters. And I, and I think that even though you, you, you know, that it's grateful and a great old, great old, a great old, great old, it's great. Oh, great old, great old, great old. I made it out of clay. Hey, um, <laughs> So I guess it really is about exploitation, is it not? A lot of it. And addiction. And I mean, addiction. And a, addiction. And a, and a, well, I think addiction, addiction is, the, is, is the driver of exploitation to a decree. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's definitely exploiting almost everyone around but are him. But is it not a true statement to say that maybe all those who exploit are addicted for sure to something because you're you're well and you know capitalism is is, is a form of addiction you plug into capitalism <laughs> because you can because um, we should wrap it up pretty soon music's tremendous oh yes the music, music is, is very good it's very good wow i really like the music yeah hell yes um all right we'll look spencer I love having you on. You you know your shit, and I like that. It puts me to shame, really. Come on, <laughs> you know no, what you're cool. doing. It's, it's it's you have really you interesting both know uh, what you're thoughts doing. and perspectives on on movies because I honest, don't know shit. <laughs> I didn't think <laughs> about uh, some of the themes of this movie in that sort of way, and it's really cool to kind of think about that, like you know, just the addiction and the exploitation elements of it. Well, when I get excited about a movie like this, I just start my mind just starts spinning. Yeah. And like finding trying to find all the layers. I'm like veritably digging for the gems. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, Spencer. Well, look, it was great having you on this old episode of Totally Tell Me. It is old. Um it will be old by the time it comes out for you at least. <laughs> they don't know that though. Um again, next week uh, or in two weeks, our next episode will be our hundredth episode, so definitely tune in for that. It'll be a video episode on YouTube, but it'll come out on the regular services as well, but in a more abridged <laughs> version. Um, Spencer, where can people find you? Um, Instagram, SO Timeshare. I'm probably going to hang on to the Timeshare name for a while. Cool. Why not? Time sure. out. Um, thespencerowen.com. I don't have a Twitter, but, you know, those are the two places where I post updates for things. Um, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to make music still. Spencer Owen Timeshare got an EP coming out later this year. Nice. Listen and to presentation. By the way, uh, do you want to end tonight with a with a song of yours? Yeah, I'd be delighted actually. Oh, um, great. 
I don't remember. Uh, I guess we probably did experimental prototype song last time. We did, time. yeah. Um, let's do a song called, hmm, shorter one. Let's do uh, How It Feels To Be Late. How It Feels To Be Late. There you go. You know, keep it on time with, with the time share. Um, <laughs> Laura, any, any... I like that. Any, <laughs> that You should got to use that, SO. Keep it on time with the time share. Keep it on time with the time share. <laughs> All right, look, let's wrap it up here. Thank you so much for being on this episode, Spencer. Great to have you as always. Big Foxtails Brigade fan. I always have to say that in every episode. And uh, this has been Totally Tell Me. We post new episodes on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. If you dig it, share it with a friend. Uh, You know, give us a rating on iTunes. Uh, Just tell people about it, you know. And also subscribe to to our YouTube page uh, to get, you know, to be the first to watch. Be the first to watch the 100th episode. Done. And uh, that'll be it. We'll post a new episode in two weeks. And this is How It Feels to Be Late. Just because I'm laughing, you think I'm well. But it's really the other way around. In a sense, I rely on the country. But in another, it really drags me down.